know it's me that's talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to My Guy Reviews, the podcast. Hello, welcome to my reviews, the podcast. I'm My Guy Monkey, and I'm joined today by My Guy. Yeah, morning, afternoon, evening, however you listen to your podcast. Welcome, and, everyone. And good night, yes. And good night, yes. Um, what film is that? Truman Show. The, the line I've from never Tr- seen Truman, Truman Show. Show. You, you need to watch the Truman Show. Wow, that's a good. <laughs> it's a good movie. Never seen it. I know. I know what it's about, um, and I think it's spoiled because I. <laughs> people have always either parodied it or they've spoken about it. So. Okay. Um, so I know bits about it. Yeah. Okay. So watch it. We'll do that topic next week. Um, <laughs> this week's topic. Um, this week's topic is basically. Um, well, the the topic is news segments and speed topics so the idea being because we uh we've we've now trimmed down our main topics to about an hour yeah um, we're no longer really doing segments so this is an opportunity for us to do those those segments if we want to maybe once a month if it goes well if we like it um but also news what's what's uh what we've you know what's what's come up in the news in the last month or so what we're looking forward to in the next month um and also any topic really that that's that's going to be taking up no more than five minutes so that's the idea we're going to have five topics each uh but this week we've got one overlapping topic so we'll call that a uh that'll be one of our five so we'll be down to four and yeah that's about it we have to try and keep it within the five minutes let's go so i, I, I think <laughs> it's really tight yeah go on, yeah i mean i think we, uh, the advice is you're worried about it might be going over so we need to keep it within the hour so my advice is if there's anything you want to talk about more than the other things make sure you put it at the front just in case we don't get to it um and let's start with our group topic i guess shared topic which is or have you forgotten what I mean by that? <laughs> I have. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing the first thing is to talk about a upcoming launch of something. Um, date being November the 10th. Is that the date? Is that the date? You've got the information more than me. So <laughs> I'm guessing. I, 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 we might be talking, talking two different about, things. We're talking about the PS5. Uh, yes, we are. Up. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. We've got about 10 minutes to talk about this one. No yes. longer. Um so what have we got to say? I didn't really, really research it. So, so <laughs> PS5 versus the Xbox Series X. Now, um, so Microsoft obviously have released various Xboxes. Um, naming convention, terrible. Um, yeah. No, um, they might be great consoles. They're super powerful and stuff. But it went from Xbox One, 360. Back to the one last, again. Back to one. And this <laughs> one is called Series X. Uh, it's super confusing because um, I've seen a lot of people try to order um, Xbox One again or whatever it is. But also, it's called um, Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S. So they're going to launch with two. Uh, so like, uh, Sony. Like... Um, I will get into that briefly. Yeah, uh, and Sony's going to come out with two PS5 within yeah. without an optical drive, where you will have to uh, purchase all your games from within the playstation network or That's get them from your only. digital only yeah. and then the other one which will include an optical drive as they refer to it as so yeah. the ability to just basically buy whichever game you want for whichever retailer you like and also pre-owned games you can then also purchase 
And watch DVDs and Blu-rays, presumably. Yes, because it will allow you to do all of that as well. So that's the big news that came out. Um, so Microsoft is launching on the 10th and PlayStation are launching on the 12th of November. And pre-orders are out already and we've got the prices. And Sony have <laughs> bodged up the pre-orders as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> we Sony fanboys, obviously, um, they messed them up. Um, there's either not enough or there's t- and they're only going to select few people, stuff like that. It's, it's all over the place. It's just, it's a mishmash and it's a proper mess. Um, and I think it, it released an ad a day early to what they wanted and things like that, which is quite yes. common these days with retailers. They don't seem to get their dates ma- matched up. No, so the main the main console, um, the Xbox Series X, will mm. retail for, in the UK, for approximately £449, similar to the PlayStation 5 with the disc, which would be about £445 as well. Um, mm. So in terms of, like, dollars, it's about £499. Yeah. Um, and whatever else your currency is. So it's, it's going to be similar, but... They've launched them both at exactly the same price, the high-end models that they're going to be releasing. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing that um, we know straight away, the pricing is going to be pretty much the same. And I imagine Microsoft will look to reduce that pricing as soon as they can because they've released, similar to what Apple are doing, they've released a, another spec version. And mm-hmm. initially, when I read the thing was, um, op- non-optical drive is £350 so it's £100 cheaper or $100 cheaper depending on where you're buying it from without it and so you can buy the digital only platform I mm. thought 350 is still quite a lot of money but then yeah. I looked into Microsoft they're selling a Xbox Series S as they refer to it for £250 Wow! and okay. I was going to jump ship straight away I was like mm. that's actually for the next gen console yeah, and if it's uh, I didn't really look into specs or anything. I just read the title and I read the cost, and I was almost about to say, "This is me. I'm here. Take my money, Microsoft." Because to be to be fair, like um, I I would want the I would want the disc drive. I'm not sure yeah. about yourself. Only so we can buy any game from anywhere. It yeah. also means if you go to a shop and you see a physical disc, and mm-hmm. it's pre-owned, you can still buy it, and you'd have to yeah. spend. The seventy dollars or seventy pound launch title costs. Yeah, like my my watchdogs that I got for a pound. Yes, I waited, yeah. I waited for a long time to find that on disc for a pound. That was wicked. You wouldn't be able to do that if you had the digital only. No, and 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 you're a collector as well, so you you know you've got your Rockstar mm. collection where you've got yeah. you know, the various GTAs, and obviously having the yes. digital only version would mean yes, you granted you can play your um, games straight streams download them quicker whatever but you won't have that you won't have your collection yeah. anymore. i mean for ps4 i find that I, I get too lazy to put the discs in when i do have discs now. <laughs> yeah exactly i thought so but i do have games that i particularly want on this as you say all the rockstar games ones um watchdogs i'm still looking for watchdogs too so i'll have those on disc as well um fallout as well so yeah but I, i'm i'm not planning on buying the, the uh, console straight away anyway so I'm, I'm probably going to leave it a while yeah so I, I, I imagine what's going to happen straight away is as always it will be listed as out of stock because pre-orders will be limited yeah. it's coming up to Christmas time as well um, those who are 
Savvy will purchase a bunch of them and then we'll extort mm-hmm. people. Um, similar to okay. yourself, I'm going to wait a little while because uh, the launch titles don't seem like anything to be excited about. Mm. Uh, personally, I mean, Sony have dropped a few exclusives. So you've got the Miles Morales game. They're going to have D- It's They've already got a remaster. So they've got Demon Souls again. Demon Souls, which came out on PS4, mm-hmm. is now coming out on PS5 as remastered. So it's, um, then there's the PlayStation Plus Collection which allows yeah. you to backward compatible play a few of their games, uh, God of War, Bloodborne, The Last of Us, the first one, not the second one. So again, yeah. there's nothing there that really super excites me to get the console at launch. There are about three games on that list that I do want to play, but I don't know if I'd be paying paying that much more for the for the newest console just so I can play those games. But it's an interesting concept to make sure that everyone's got a lot of games to play at launch without having to do launch titles. Yes. And I think, and that's that's where Microsoft fell over. Well, they've, they've not really got any exclusives as part of their launch titles. They're just, um, there's a Halo, but it's coming out in 2021. There'll wow. be a, any Microsoft exclusive might not be coming out for a while. Um, so it's, in terms of like, Who's got the better launch, even though the titles are very limited? It's actually Sony's got a better launch, um, kind of like catalog of games that will be available. But obviously mm-hmm. Xbox have their Xbox Live or their um, uh, subscription service thing that they have similar to PlayStation Plus. So you will be able to backward compatible games with Xbox One 360. So you'll be able to put your disc in and just play anything, which is yeah. a big deal. To uh, some people. people. Yeah, it it would be so if you skip console and you still haven't completed game whatever the game it is mm. it's not it it would still push me to buy my same console again it does mean and, you don't have to uh, rebuy the games when they do um their own ports yeah. of them like like with san andreas that you're playing at the moment that you had to buy that separately as a port on the ps4 whereas if you yeah. could just put disc in be free if you really had it exactly so um, what Xbox did do, um, which was quite clever, is release something called X or have talked about something called Xbox Series S. So mm. this is what kind of interested me initially. What's the difference then? Yeah. Okay. So but basically, um, Xbox Series X is like a cheaper version of the Xbox because obviously it's retailing for 250 yes. Um The specs are a lot lower than the, the 450 mm. one. Um, in terms of graphics, in terms of kind of like wow. RAM and stuff. But what they've done is it's still next gen. So you still get the, the 4K, you still get those kind of things, but it might run a bit slower. It may have fewer RAM. The graphics may not be, and then instead that of like, that's a rubbish, million, bad idea. Well, no, because see, I thought this initially, but um, Apple did this with the phones. So Apple released the um, iPhone, whatever it was, but then they had the budget version called the SE. Now the SE, yeah. it was it was the same phone, um, different chip inside, slightly lower end chip. Camera was pretty much the same. But what they did was instead of it being in the same kind of casing in that, they put it in plastic, made a cheaper version of the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, the demand and the success of that has now meant that they're launching another one this year again the cheaper mm. version of the same phones. So it's working for yeah. them. Money and if you, th- yeah. if you think about the current climate as well, like if someone says to you, um, your son, your daughter, your kids, whoever it is, 
there's a games console next gen is 250 pound or yeah. there's this other one for 450 pound as a parent yeah. i would think let's get you that one okay it's the brand the new yeah. it's all shiny and it does everything it'll still play all the next gen games play them, yeah. exactly the thing, so the thing is with the um the launch of the ps5 coming up and the the, the sort of the side of gaming they've been showing off it's just how much faster the games will be and how much you know, how much faster load times will be and such such so that i like i think games that are pushing forward in those terms are going to struggle with this on the older consoles so you might end up with like yeah games that are lagging that really shouldn't be there's potential there to be not not performing as best as it could do so it'd still be more powerful than the last gen. Yeah. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to see if I can find where it exactly is a breakdown of the um, the actual spec versus the normal Xbox. Yeah. Um, but in terms of costing, I think straight away that's that's a winner. It is an appeal, yeah. Who Especially because actually... it's a new console. Like that's not you don't expect two pound two two hundred and fifty for a brand new generation. <laughs> two pound fifty. I try to get two pound fifty, but I'm a bargain hunter. <laughs> yeah because you imagine like for 250 if they can sell that one because they uh, in terms of sales i think i read somewhere that the ps4 sold 111 million console the xbox of the current version sold about half of that so now coming with two completely different price points might really hit the marketplace in a way that games consoles haven't done previously mm-hmm. whereby they could get the cheaper low end the, the marketplace that nintendo really occupies and still compete against the Sony PS5, the flagship console. Now, if they can get some of that market share from the Nintendo people, but also to casual gamers who may may have thought games consoles were really expensive, I think it could it could be a surprise hit if yeah. the specs kind of add up. Yeah, I mean, one of the things about consoles as well is um, you need to have the games for it to succeed. So. The lower the, the costing, the more likely people are going to make the games for it because they're going to sell more games. If more people have the console as well, they're going to sell more games. So people will, you know, it's, it will it will almost be recursive. Like um, it will um, make itself succeed in that sense. So, yeah, yeah. So because, in terms of like yeah, you, owning. <laughs> yeah, I mean the thing is like um, if you think about it in terms of like storage, so both of them will have. SSD, so solid state. Mm-hmm. So in terms of running applications, running, e- even for those people who buy it and then may not play games, but watch the Netflix through it or watch their various apps or YouTubes, whatever, because it runs on solid state, it will still boot up just as quick. it still be faster, yeah. If yeah, it's still so SSD, then okay, yeah. I can see the so potential not, for that. So you're not losing anything that way. The, the, I guess the main difference is obviously storage size, so one terabyte, for mm. the new the new xbox versus um half half a terabyte roughly mm. um that way you can kind of keep costs down as well but microsoft do a really good kind of like it's easy to slot in because you've got three usb ports i think or you've got usb3 and you can slot in external hard drives yeah so for those savvy people you can easily get your own solid state disk drive and just slot it in as an external drive and move some of the stuff onto there run That's games good. off of there because Sony has been a bit more um, vague about whether you'll be able to do that or not. Yeah. Like 
you'll you'll be able to plug them in but if they're not ssd or maybe even the right thing then it won't speed up the gaming so that is that could be a problem so yeah okay so that's basically been our 10 well almost 15 minutes of our first topic um you've done most of the talking so shall i move on to my a topic of mine first yes are you ready to move on already so um, can... but who who do you think is going to win i guess before we close <laughs> okay um x the current the next gen uh microsoft versus playstation now who's going to win do you think it's going to be closer do you think it'll be about the same where do you where do you put it now nintendo <laughs> but nintendo what what's the next gen nintendo is just going to win like nintendo the, switch yeah i mean they're, they're doing pretty well with their switch at the moment and they've got the properties they're slowly bringing them out they know what they're doing they're, they're the business giant of consoles they did kill sega <laughs> yeah exactly who they're going to kill next xbox <laughs> oh uh, quickly xbox brought a um development studio did you hear about this all right no which one um so the, the development studio who do fallout yeah. um oh uh, yeah skyrim all of them they've been bought out by um microsoft okay. so we should see some exclusives from that hopefully yeah i'd love to see um new fallout games because fallout 4 was the last one maybe yeah. fallout 5 fallout new vegas 2 would be good um also they do loads of other games as well so they've got the the doom titles as well so, what if they don't um, come to sony though what if they don't come to playstation they they could do yeah if microsoft own them it's up to them what they yeah. want to do but yeah, yeah. they've got some big big games in there that um might might skip sony we don't know yet but it's a big deal worth seven uh, 7.5 billion is what they paid for them wow Okay. So that was um, play, the PlayStation news, PS5 launch. Yes, now it's yeah. on to your topic. Yeah. I, I thought we should do some dead air first. I heard that's really popular. Oh, quick, uh, quick dead air. Just before the dead air, so all the Elder Scroll games, um, <laughs> that includes Skyrim, obviously yeah. the fallout games they're all part of the studio uh the new doom is part of the studio as well so yeah so loads of stuff <laughs> yeah. yep crack on Matt. It's all you okay know. so next topic uh, if i could do this one in five minutes we'll see um i've got uh international games day which took place on 27th of august so it's it's just just under a month um ago um but it's just out of september uh, I thought I'd just talk about that a bit. So I'm into game books, as um, any regular listeners might know, and no. you yourself know. <laughs> um, and yeah, I've been to uh, fighting fantasy festivals a couple of times. Uh, there's been about there's been three of those. Um, these are choose your own adventure stuff, uh, fighting fantasy from the 80s, you know, um, all that stuff. Um, we'll upload that podcast back on the air so you can hear, hear it. Yeah. Um, so. Um, Obviously, we've been in lockdown, so they haven't done a, a fe- festival this year. Uh, so they did an online uh, International Game Books Day. So the same the same guy that sort of organised the Fighting Fantasy Festivals, uh, Jonathan Green, who's a writer of, of game books, and he wrote for Fighting Fantasy as well. Um, I think he was mostly behind sort of setting it up so that we have a virtual one this year yeah. of just game books in general. Um, That's a good idea. I think it was good because it was really supportive of um, 
of sort of up and coming game book writers because there's lots of game books being written right now there's there an emerging market of, of people that were fans when they were younger coming up and yeah. um writing writing books of their own um so a guy called ollie ollie muck is, is the the name mc i don't know if that's how you pronounce it but he did tons of interviews on that day so he interviewed ian livingston the man the big man himself um russ nicholson and jamie thompson from the series um writers and illustrator uh, the other way around though um charlie higson who was one of the newer writers and Rihanna Pratchett, who's the newest writer, who's about to release one coming up very soon. Um, and also a couple of uh, in, um, newer game book writers, Mark Lane and also David Gilson or Chilson, who have written their own and released uh, a couple or, or a few in David's case. And they both sort of started with, I think, from um, fan sort of fan fiction, fan FF. Uh, fighting fantasy books and then they sort of developed into their own worlds and their own writing so yeah it was a good day to uh good day to just it meant you didn't have to go anywhere so people from all over the world could actually access it which was a good thing um oh brilliant yeah yeah um the highlight for me was the interview with uh rihanna ratchet who's quite <gasps> rihanna yeah, no, Pratchett. Yeah, not not Rihanna the singer though. Oh no, no, Rihanna Patrick. Yeah, as in uh, Terry Pratchett's daughter. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, you know about her. So she's a, she's been uh, in the video game industry for a while now. She she was a video game journalist, I think. And she? oh, now man. she's been uh, writing narrative and story and editing and stuff. Uh, I think in Rise of the Tomb Raider. Uh, well, she worked on Heavenly that. Sword and and a few others wow yeah so she's she's a, a big name in you know she's that's a, a talented name, family right she, she is talented yeah i mean that's um, whole and, family and she is really released a uh, the guardian no yeah the guardian released an interview with her or an article after they interviewed her yesterday as well yeah and she talked about how she never thought she would get into writing and this is her this is her first sort of it's not a novel but it's her first foray into sort of fiction writing on her own as this game book writer so it's good it's nice to think that it's encouraged her and um she used to be obviously she's come from that game writing angle and that's why she thought this was more suitable as well she was saying so yeah i'm looking forward to this her, her new book's going to be uh, called crystal of storms um it's set in out in the ocean in the fighting fantasy universe uh, of, of the world of titan um a, a place between a couple of the continents uh, and yeah um, if we got time i'll, I'll uh, they also released a the sort of introduction to the story on that day as well so that people could get a look in first look into it um and maybe at the end i can read that out if we've got time but i don't want to extend my over my five minutes um so yeah i also i've been reading a couple of game books I, i've read a uh, a um, Equestria Girls, My Little Pony game book recently. Um, yeah. If we ever get time to talk about that, and also I've, I just because that got that was actually so good, I enjoyed that. that I've, I actually started reading one called Jungle Trek from Temple Run as well, which is a um, it was a mobile game, Temple Run, where uh, an infinite runner. Yes, so I remember that game. Yeah, yes, yeah, so they've released about seven books in for that series, and I wanted to collect the Can whole lot. This one is good. This one. Um, but obviously, uh, I 
wanted to get all seven, but then I've uh, ended up just getting the one because I was excited by this. I wanted to read it. Um, and they've, uh, My Little Pony's uh, Crush for Girls has only released one game book so far. Um, and maybe I'll get a chance to talk about that some other day as well. So maybe an extended topic. So, um, yeah, that's my topic. Number two, one, two. You've done two of them already. Yeah, just cracking all with them. Yeah, so, I, got a topic then, to talk about next, or you want to talk about this a bit more first? Oh, you want to talk about the um, the thingy runner, the temple runner thing? Yeah. That's such a good idea. Um, so it's just it's a basic game where you just ran in the and then you just jumped and you moved left and right. Yeah, and screwed it, yeah. all the hard work. Yeah. And they turned the entire book out of there. Yeah, they made that seven, seven game books out of it. Um, although it's not really just left and right now, um, and it has got a bit of a story with it, where you're a kid and you've won a competition in this case. Yeah. And you're, and you've got two adults who have different personalities that you can follow from the beginning, one or the other, or go off on your own. Um, and and I found it you it, it does kill you off quite a lot, just like the game. So, uh, it's in that sense, it's not it's a bit frustrating so far. But you, yeah. I just I just turn back a page and then read the next section in this case. So of course, yeah. That's where's, the with, where's with the um, the um, Equestria Girls one? It was a bit more forgiving. Um, yeah. And it was it was more of a story. In that one was about uh, Equestria Girls is a, is a My Little Pony Friendship is Magic spin-off in which all the characters have real world um, human counterparts um, in high school, and and this book is about them going to a music festival. So that's all kind of fun stuff, and you get to meet all the characters that you love from the show. So if you're a yeah. fan of it, definitely recommended. I enjoyed it. Right. Anything that else? Sounds, that sounds. Yeah, no, no. That sounds good. Really good. Um, the fact that uh, Terry Pratchett's daughter as well. Yeah. Came live onto that. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So the next quick, quick segment. Uh, They're telling is... about ten minutes long so far, but maybe we'll get through three of each. Three of each. Yeah, I think three of each. Yeah. So I've got. I've, we've done video game. Uh, you did your book. Uh, I'm doing TV now. So the next thing is uh, a TV series that I finished watching is called Cobra Kai. I mentioned this to you before, right? So, um, Karate Kid, um, mm. a movie that came out when we oh, pre- yeah. be- before we were born, but became like a phenomenon. And then when we grew up, we finally got to watch it. Um, and it's an incredible movie, still to this day, holds up. Just don't care what people say, it still holds up. Um, it stars Ralph Malchio, uh, William Zabakas, I think it is. Anyway, so those two are now in this TV series called Cobra Kai, which came out on right. YouTube Premium in 2018, 2019. Um, so YouTube want to get into streaming and showing TV shows like Netflix, but um, it's hidden behind their premium thing and you have to pay for it. And I think a lot of people um, thus far haven't really taken to it. Mm. Not like Netflix or the others, but yes, yeah, so they've dropped it on Netflix and it's one of like the highest watched shows on there. And it's just, um, it's just nostalgia filled, right? So it's got yeah. everything to do with the original movie, the, the second movie um, and the third movie. So it's got like, um, things that connect um, the very oh, first thing there's uh, bits when there'll be uh, moments where you look at look at the thing um, and they'll call mm. back to something that happened in the original yeah and there's so many kind of like if you if you if you obviously love the original then you you'll be like oh I remember this bit but then they even show you those bits as well so because they've made it from the correct studio um, so they've got rights to the 
archive footage, which is cool. So you yeah. can get to see the um, the classic, the wax on, wax off, uh, the crane kick, <laughs> uh, all the cool stuff that we watched in the movies still come across in this. Um, and there's lots of Easter eggs and nods to the original. Um, okay. As you're watching it, you start to think, wasn't that person in? And and you'd be like, oh yes, they were. And then their their character develops, or that you see more of that person. So without giving too much away, um, is it just starts. Um, so it follows um, John Johnny Johnny's character. So he's he's in in the original. Obviously, we follow um, Danny. Uh, and we follow the Karate Kid, aka the Karate yeah. Kid, right? So we follow uh, Ralph Macchio, Dan- Daniel LaRusso, and him, and Mr. Miyagi. That's how we followed the whole show. So yeah. with Cobra Kai, you're following it from Johnny's eyes. So Johnny's the guy who got beaten up at the very end, and okay. he's been the main villain. Yeah, but you actually yeah. you actually see his kind of like life story. You see what he had been through, and actually mm-hmm. see the same story, but through his eyes. That's and it good. makes you almost think that is what's what's Ralph Macchio's character, Daniel Rus- LaRusso, the <laughs> bad guy. It's, yeah. It questions, it makes me seriously question that. And it's such a well done way. Like, you know, you really feel for Johnny now. Um, to be, and he's, to be honest, I've, I've always questioned that, I think. He does look like a dickhead when he kicks that guy. He does, like. doesn't he? In an illegal <laughs> kick. Anyways, it's, it's just um, there's two seasons of it so far on Netflix. Um, so I think what happened was they were looking to start season three. But YouTube Premium uh, passed on the show. It went to Netflix. Netflix said, yes, we'll do it. They've taken the two shows. It's currently in the top 10, has been for so long, the TV shows. It's one of the most watched shows already on there. It's just incredible. It's only 10 episodes a season, so they're not too long. Um, and they're just really, really good. Full nostalgia-filled. Um, don't want to get too many spoilers away. But there is, mm. it's setting up for an incredible season three as well. Um, yeah. There's something, some things that happen at the end of season one, which then continues into two and then kind of a cliffhanger season two yeah. ending. Um, and oh, it'd be interesting to see how they resolve everything in season three. <laughs> or if they get cancelled and it never gets resolved. Well, no, um, they've actually <laughs> they've committed, they've committed to season three. Okay. Netflix have. Um, and I think... The order for four hasn't been uh, done yet, but um, I, I think based on the critical response and how much viewership I imagine Netflix is currently getting on here, um, I think they'll easily kind of renew it for another season because um, I mean, peep, um, on Rotten Tomatoes and stuff, it's getting like eighty, it's getting like ninety percent, hundred percent, kind of most almost everyone loves it, so it's it's just universally praised. It's incredible, yeah. yeah. Excellent. Um, I I haven't watched it yet, but is this the one you told me? Episode two had a really yes. Oh yeah. my god! Well, every episode's great, but there's just a watch moment. Episode two. <laughs> there's a moment in episode two just made me think. Oh my god! My head just exploded. It was so good. There's just just this incredible moment. But there's so many great moments throughout the whole film. Uh, yeah. Uh, the whole the whole series. The whole yeah. thing is amazing. Yeah. Awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing at least episode two. If I don't have the time to commit to the whole thing, uh, yeah. Put it on in the background. Yeah, of course. We'll get someone else to watch it and then just tell tell me what happens. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's it's good. If if you like the original, even if you didn't um, didn't watch it, I think what they do is when they because there's a moment in the original film. Obviously, for those who've seen the film, you know the wax on, <laughs> wax off, and he's cleaning these cars. And at the end of the film. 
not in mm. the end during the film uh, mr miyagi lets him drive off with this car this yellow car um, yeah yeah but then yeah. obviously that's a callback in the tv show as well um so in the tv show he's unwailing uh, he shows off mr miyagi's cars so there are a lot of nods to the original so if you watch the film and yeah. remember the film and and remember it fondly i think you love this but if you haven't I think what they do is they do fill in those bits because then they show you a flashback of when Danny drives the car off because uh, mm. Mr. Miyagi gives him that car. So you get an understanding of how much he loves yeah. and how, um, the love for that car and obviously the love for Mr. Miyagi as well in general. So, yeah, it's just an amazing show. Ooh, I think I'd want to rewatch the first couple of movies. They're such good movies anyway. Yeah, watch the first one, definitely. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, that that was a good topic. Um, right, nice and uh, brief, and a good good summary of what of what the show was about. So yeah, thank you for telling us about that. Mm. Um, um, on our on our scale, should we do the ranking? Uh, watching the cinema. Rank. What's <laughs> to the cinema? Watching okay. the cinema. So uh, this is impossible. <laughs> break curfew and go to the cinema to watch it. Yeah, break your lockdowns. Whatever is going on. Yes. It's incredible. Uh, okay, so my topic now. Yeah. So my next topic is I, I've been watching from the August first. I've watched. I've, I've been trying to watch a single episode of Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles every day, every morning, as if I'm as if I'm back in school and coming and get, or like I'm getting up, I guess early and watching the cartoon, getting oh, me up nice. early. Um, yeah, and I thought I'd talk, just talk about that for a minute because uh, you know it's something I've been doing. It's been a lot of fun. But the but the, the first thing that I had to get through was getting hold of the box set because uh, the UK don't have the box set of the whole series at all. The the worst you can the best you can do is um, the odd one here and there. They've got one for each character uh, DVD where you got three episodes each. Um, so my next option was Germany. Because obviously that's in the same region as well, and Germany has a Gesamt. It's called the Gesamt edition, which is which has a hundred and uh, let's check 169 episodes on it, which is quite a lot. Se- seasons one to seven, but uh, one the casing is in German, um, which is okay. You can put up with that. But also there, the, there's actually three more seasons after that that was missing. So I was like, I can't. I can't get that. I'll miss out on some of the seasons. You're not getting the whole deal. Um, so then I wanted to get the one from the US, which actually has all 10 seasons in. Um, 193 episodes on it. Um, and the problem there was, how will I be able to play it because of the region? Yes. Um, so um, I, don't, I don't know if I've actually spoken about this before or not, but we've not we've not been doing episodes for so long, for a little while, so I don't think we have. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, then I was I decided. Well, PS3. I he- I heard that PS3 might be able to play these um, other regions, and I did some research and all that stuff. But it just turned out no, that's not the case at all. So this might be useful pe- for people to know as well. Um, and in the end, I I started looking for uh, US, Canada PS3s, and my ordeal on eBay when people that people kept on putting up in the UK, they put up the PS3 with the with the right serial number that you want, but they've just lazily put in the first serial number that they've seen, and it's not actually the one you want. Yeah. So, so I actually had, at least I had one arrive that was 
supposed to be US um, and it was a, it was UK and I had to try and get a refund from that one. Then another one I won, I was I was winning, but then I I sensed that the guy message, you know, are you sure? Absolutely sure that it's this correct code? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, oh wait, hold on a second, I checked. No, but yeah, eventually I got hold of one, um, which is which is good. Now I can finally watch. I've got the box set. Uh, which was slightly cheaper from the US as well, and the and the PS3 that can play US and Canada um, DVDs and Blu-rays. Um, so yeah, that was quite an ordeal. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been great fun. I'll be watching. I think the first five episodes, like the first se- season, is only five episodes long. First series, and I I have a VHS that's, that's kind of got a cut down version of those five, but it was. I'd like watching that again, but having it extended, which was good. And then the next few episodes I sort of had on VHS as well. Um, let's see, the, the next season had, the next series had um, 14 episodes. And now I'm on to the third season, which has um, 47 episodes. So it's quite a long one. Whoa. Uh, yeah, yes. they, they suddenly bump it up quite a bit. That's a massive jump, though. That's just one season. Well, I guess it was like almost yeah. like the first one was the pilot series. And oh, yeah, up, yeah, up, up, up more. Oh, and wait, it, we, we, we saw millions of, we saw millions of toys. <laughs> yeah. Let's up yeah. the episodes. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, at, at the moment, the last, I'm, I've, I've watched 50 episodes so far today, as of today, which is... Five kind of zero. Five zero, yeah. I've been watching one, one every to day. One a day. One a day, yeah. That's 50 from, from August 1st up to September the 23rd, um, I'm actually down by three episodes. I've missed three days' worth when I was out. But apart from that, I've, I've watched 50 episodes already. Um, and yeah, s- slowly you, we're getting more of the toys that I remember as well. So we just had a leather head turn up, which was a crocodile um, type thing feature. Um, Casey Jones was a great episode. Um do you remember Casey Jones at all? I always remembered him. Yes, he was yeah. the um, uh, where's the mask hockey yeah. mask? That's it. And yeah. had the roller blades or roller skates. Yeah, he doesn't have roller blades in this one. Maybe that was the movie, or maybe it comes later. Um, but he does. You, you're absolutely right. He definitely does have the hockey stick and the sort of general sort of sports equipment, the baseball bat and things like that. But I, I think your memory is probably as hazy as mine was a little bit. Uh, maybe you oh, can't. I was going to think about the Michael Bay version. Might be, might be. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Um, but yeah, actually, when I watched that episode, I realised that something that I wouldn't have known as a child is that he's actually a takeoff of Dirty Harry. So he's got a really obvious Dirty Harry voice that I wouldn't have known before. Um, and obviously, and he's a sort of a vigilante cop. He's not really a cop, but he's like a vigilante, um, yeah, guy going after criminals. He's got, a, he's got a, a Dirty Harry vibe to him, which is cool. Um, what other ones have we had? Um, Baxter Stockman, The Fly, obviously. A take oh, yes, the, yeah. Who leads he, was the, in, he was in the movie as well. Yeah, he, he leads the series quite early on in a way, but, but I remember him being a lot more in the story because he was in the episodes near the beginning. Um, and, oh, and the Usagi Yadu, Jimbo, Yo Jimbo was his name, is the rabbit guy who was a, he was a toy, um, and he turns up, he's just turned up in the show as well. Um, 
I think I might have had a dream about him once as well. So he obviously left a lasting impression, um, and he's from an alternate dimension, which he's not a mutant, unlike a lot of the other things. So, so yeah, it's it's it's, it's developing nicely. Sometimes the the, the overtime they've started to do um, talking to the camera a lot more, so that sort of uh, was breaking the third wall jokes. Uh, oh, they did that in the show. Yeah, they do that a lot. Um, they ju- just sort of little one-off quips every now and then because obviously it's a really funny show. Uh, the first episode they did that in, it was like packed full of it and it was way over the top. But now they've they've sort of got their pacing with it, and every episode sort of has a little a little nod like that. Um, and yeah, it's been good fun. So that that's my what something I've been doing in lockdown as well. You know, something to something to keep keep me fresh, keep me having something to do each day. Um, and also just going back to childhood and, and carefree time as well is nice. Nice. So have you got anything to say about that or do you want to move on to your next topic? Um, looking at the time, uh, <clears throat> going off time for... I've, I've, I've got about next 20 minutes. To make 20 minutes. I think, I, think, I think we can do it now. I think we can do yeah. the next two. Okay, Thank so... You. Um, so t- we've talked video games, TV shows, uh, books. Uh, so the next thing I want to talk about is music. So um, okay. we did a whole episode on Versus, yeah. where um, DMX versus uh, Snoop Dogg, um, okay. at that point, the biggest Versus episode um, of all time. Um, and Versus is basically uh, Swiss Beats and just uh, Timberland came up with this idea where um, why don't we host, or well, basically um, a lot of, musicians are artists i think even performers sports people are all quite competitive but fun competitive some are and some are competitive in a in a not so nice way anyway so those two are just sending some jives online about you know how how they think they're better producers so they came up with this idea of doing verses between themselves Mm. in which they would play a song that they produced against the other person's songs literally like a dj battle yeah that has then evolved into kind of r&b stars uh, because they're both into uh, the world of r&b and hip-hop so the two of them present uh, verses and so you know they've had hip-hop stars r&b stars since obviously um which we talked about the dmx and mm. stoop dog one which they actually performed live um and they were rapping over it so then uh, i went back i've seen stuff from uh, 112 versus jagged edge which is over skype or over whatever facetime or whatever they're using but they're not as good because you're using technology and what they're doing really is pressing play on a record and they're, mm-hmm. they're just kind of dancing along and miming their songs. Nelly Ludacris was similar. Uh, so was T-Pain and Ludi, uh, Little John. But it's the banter in between and the talks in between that was still quite fascinating. When um, yeah. um, So I think in the 112 Jagged Edge one, for example, um, Slim says you know, walked out of heaven because when they when they're about to play that song, because that's my favorite song and uh, stuff like that. It's just like, yeah, then they, nice. they would compliment the other band as well and say, oh, yeah, we loved it when you did this or these songs or whatever it was. So it's 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 not just it is called verses, but it's actually bringing two groups or two people together who people yeah. may have thought didn't get along yeah. or may, may not have or in in you know had music out at the same time but obviously always media will say this person is versus this person because they're mm. coming up at the same time yeah anyway so the biggest show to date dropped 
Um, and I know I'm going to say a lot of stuff, okay. and you'll be like, I don't know. Excellent. <laughs> this is the perfect opportunity for that sort of thing. So, yeah, go for so, it. So, um, these two R&B stars of yesteryear um, had this massive smash hit song called The Boy Is Mine. Um, oh, yeah. At, yes. Oh, good. I'm glad I you know that song. So, um, they, they, the teaser for the verses was really good. So, um, it comes up, Mikel Pfeiffer's in, I think there's like a three three adverts for this and Mikhail Pfeiffer's in one of them. He's the boy in the video as well. Um, and it's Brandy and Monica sang this song years ago. Massive, mm. massive single. They've obviously both had successful careers. Um, for whatever reason, people have always thought there's a rivalry between the two of them. Yeah. And they came on. Um, say you and use the same song. It could be that. It could be because they want the boy and the boy was theirs because um, the song's called Boy's Mind um, and they genuinely did come on and they addressed it straight away they they showed, they showed talked about how much love they've got for each other which was great but they did say that we stopped talking to each other and oh, Missy, okay. Missy, 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 Mina Elliot she um, suggested to Monica to come on and actually talk to her and this became the kind of platform in which they did that they spoke for the yeah. first time together they were in the room together for the first time in so many years they sang songs, um, obviously each one sang their own hits, and then they came together to sing Boys Mine as well right at the very end. Um, and it's the biggest um, verses of thus far. Um, initial reports were saying like 1.2 million people turned in, like nearly yeah. 6 million views in total. Um, and they raised a ton of money as well. So one of the things that they're trying to do is to raise money f- um as part of this concert, this thing as well. And they did that successfully. Um, but it was incredible to just kind of have these two people who come on stage, address their kind of, their kind of beef yeah. and actually kind of air it out. And then when they started singing, when they started talking about each other's career, actually showing each other so much love. So it's actually brought two incredible artists back together, which is amazing. Um, both of them look great. Um, like when we said about Snoop and DMX, they don't look like they're aged. Yeah. Uh, these two don't look like they're aged either. They look incredible. They were just, but the good thing is just like it's, it's brought people back together again. Um, yeah. The good thing was like, um, so for Brandy, uh, she's got, I th- personally, I think Brandy's got more hits than Monica, but Brandy's got a couple of standout songs. For me, it's Full Moon, but um, Monica's got yeah. one called Angel of Mine. And I think I said this before, right? You always um, start off with your second best and yeah. end with your closer, right? So yeah. Monica actually ended with um, Angel of Mine, which is like my favorite favorite song of all of theirs. Yeah. And then uh, Brandy ended with The Boy Is Mine. So um, it was good because the last song is the one that kind of brought them together, which was amazing. Um, mm. For me personally, this is what you know lockdown things are going down terrible but something like this can bring people together but then also bring their fans together as well because there might be fans have been segregated thinking okay i support this artist yeah so um i don't like this person because they don't like that person it'll almost be like if oasis and blur did something together yes exactly yes yeah how good would that be yeah and and it's just it's it and and these kind of shows are just kind of that thing where you know we could have that platform you could have those two bands come on and also just what people don't realize is 
even though you're an artist during that time, you may listen to other people's music. Yeah. So, you know, um, it could easily be that they are fans of each other. Mm. They may not have seen each other live because obviously they're touring and they're doing other things, but they mm. may have heard their songs. And they yeah, might turn around and say, yo, I genuinely love this song. I can't believe we didn't write this song. Because I think yeah. in, in the 112 and Jagged Edge, um, he, they say that. He goes, I can't believe we didn't write this song. Cause it's the, and it's mm-hmm. just little love like they can show, and that will bring a lot of people together. An incredible episode. Um, I watched the um, DMX and uh, Snoop one about three times. I've seen this yeah. one once, but yeah, it's great. Versus is amazing as a show. It's free concert. And you know, artists moment, coming together. A, it's got a good um, idea behind it, isn't it? Bringing people together. Yes, exactly. People who um, also it, it comes down to just the people. So, you know, they, they leave them to it. So, you mm-hmm. you know, the host or whoever picks them, yeah. they pick the artist. And then when they're on the show, they it's up to them. It's just improv. Yeah. They'll just say, you know, uh, how much love they have for each other or in this case, bury the hatchets, you know, whatever yeah. it is. It's great I mean, but- to see. You shove them in the room for an hour or two, and you're like, "Well, get on with it." And then, what they're going to do? <laughs> exactly, have an argument yeah. straight away, and have to walk, walk out, storm out, and just look, make them look stupid. It's live, but it's live on the internet as well. It's, yeah. it's streaming live, so yes, yeah, definitely would do under the eye um, of the, judgment. Um, and then um, there was a Rick Rick Ross versus uh, Two Chains, and it's weird because there's a there's a certain Rick Ross song that I love, and there's a certain Two Chains song I love, and mm. neither of them did it. So for me, uh-huh. that was a dud. Because I'm watching the whole thing, right? I'm waiting for my song. Because <laughs> what I don't do is, um, I just um, what I've done is I just play it. I don't, I don't try to see what songs they sang. Yeah. Because otherwise, I, I might serious. skip ahead. Yeah. Exactly. And then um, I'm just thinking, okay, Chains is holding back, right? He's got, he's going <laughs> to drop his song. Uh, same with Rick Ross, and they don't. I mean, oh, I know to be fair, the songs that I like are album fillers. They're not singles, but yeah, yeah I just, it's like I, just I, I like obscure weird songs on on the albums or maybe B sides. You're not going to always hear those. Exactly, yeah. So it, it's great though. Um, I loved it. Um, if it's it's available online, just go watch it. Yeah, it's Brandy versus Monica. Um, okay, so I, I have a question for you. Which is the best episode so far for you? Like I know you've just seen this one, so maybe it's 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 got too fresh to to judge. But has it beaten DMX? Oh no. Still See, DMX. I I I um when when one twelve and Jagged Edge um um was announced, I was just like um I think I thought in my head Jagged Edge had more songs that I'd love than one twelve. But once one twelve started with the very first song and I was like, Oh man, that's a massive hit, right? I love it and so but the problem was because they were just playing songs. They weren't live singing. Mm. And I think after, um, like, when Snoop and X did it, they, they stood up and they were singing, the, yeah. as in rapping their songs. Previous ones were, they're on a Skype call, so you'd yeah. see a split screen. You'd see their face and they'd be talking. They'd hit play and they might just dance to it. Yeah. So DMX and Snoop Dogg, really, for me, that one's the one that changed mm. the verses. Because it became a live, more of a live rap battle or R&B battle, whatever it is. It may have happened previous to that, but that one stands out to me the most still. Uh, even though there are even the Ludacris, Nelly. Nelly and Ludacris did theirs, and Nelly, uh, it was a rainstorm, so he kept losing power. 
Oh, so yeah. you kept, so he'd start <laughs> off, he'd be on the thing, and then he would just cut. The internet would just cut, and then he'd be Luda by himself. And then he just, and it's amazing, like how <laughs> technology um, is bad. It's just bad. Yeah, there's nothing you do about it. So, terrible. yeah, having them in the room, DMX, Snoop Dogg, still my favorite. Excellent. Um, yeah, have we got any coming up that we know, or do they not announce them beforehand? Um, so the last coming? one after um, Brandy and Monica was on the 13th of September. That was Gladys Knight versus Patti LaBelle. Okay. Um, as for upcoming, I think, uh, um, I guess there'll be one either this weekend or next weekend. I'm not sure who's coming up next. Um, okay. It may be announced. I, I I just kind of find out about it afterwards. Really. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm into it quite late. I mean, the idea of this episode was not to have to do too much research anyway, so <laughs> not expecting, not expected to know everything. We're, we're rushing through these, so yeah, thank you for that episode. It's, it's good to know about these versus battles. It's quite inspiring oh, stuff. Oh my god, Jermaine Dupri and Diddy. <laughs> okay. Oh wow. If that is going to happen, I am so down for that one. Excellent. J- uh, so quickly, uh, JD obviously worked with. People like Usher, uh, Little Bow Wow, um, Jagged Edge, um, huge, obviously, Diddy, Puff Daddy, whatever you want to call him. Uh, work, he's worked with everyone. So, yeah, that would be sick. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Okay, so we've got time for, uh, we've got maybe one more topic each, if we can keep it short. Um, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Crack on. We can do this. We've got 10 minutes. Okay, so... Um, I thought, uh, it, also in lockdown, I've been spending a lot of time gaming. Um, so from, from the very first week, I spent 10 weeks playing GTA 4, um, literally, uh, six hours a day. So I, I dedicated myself to one one game for quite a long time. That was, yeah. that was ages ago now. Um, so I thought I'd just talk about Bully a little bit because that's the one I've been playing the last week or two. Um, I've invested a bit of time in replaying Bully. Uh, or Canis Canum Edit, as it's known in the UK. Um, I've been playing it on the PS4, so I've I've uh, worked towards well, I've finished the story. I've got the all the trophies, and I've also got the hundred um, percent, and that's it really. Um, maybe go through the highlights of it of, of that stuff. Uh, so, yeah, Bully is obviously a Rockstar game. It's game. So it's by the same guy, same guys as um, Grand Theft Auto. It's a PS2 game for people that don't know that much. Um, yeah. People are still asking for a Bully 2. Um, it was also it's known as the the sort of the uh, a GTA set in school because it's about a guy who's a boy who's um, going to school, but it's by the same guys as, as GTA, obviously. Um, but this one you can't write, um, get in any cars. Uh, you do have the bike, just as you were riding around in San Andreas recently. So you can ride around on a bike, which is cool. You can also get on a skateboard, which is nice. Um, uh, it's not quite Tony Hawk style, but you can do little ollies about, which is fun fun to do. Um, and you can actually get onto a motor scooter or a go-kart as well uh, during the game. But it's, it's mostly about, you know, being back in those, those childhood days again. Um, it's, it's set in a boarding school. Um, it's his uh, bully... Um, what is his, his name? Oh, Jimmy Hopkins is is your character, yeah. and he's um he's been sent away to a boarding school because his his mum has wants to go away with her new his new stepdad for a honeymoon, 
and also he just keeps getting uh, thrown out of schools as well. And so he's sort of on the bottom bottom ring of bottom rung is a better word. Um, you know, the bottom of the ladder of popularity. And your job is to, um, well, he, he's he's aiming to obviously not be bullied, not be at the bottom run anymore. And you've got all the sort of typical high school groups. You've got like the nerds and you've got the jocks and you've got the preps and all that sort of thing. And you're throughout the game, you're sort of uh, doing things to to eventually get get on top of each of those groups um and yes it's been fun uh i've spent a lot of time as in jimmy's romance life as well you uh, get every time you sort of make progress with one group he he gets another girlfriend so you end up with six something like six girlfriends six seven girlfriends like at the same time um from each of those groups one one from each of those groups and also you can um he, he can kiss them as well and if you kiss one in front of the other they'll start having a, a fight and putting each other's hair which is quite hilarious um so yeah that's some of those uh missions have been highlights for me and also sort of general hijinks missions like there's i think the most hijinks obvious one is the panty raise you have to break into the girl's dorm and steal panties, yeah. which is hilarious. Um, but that's like the height of, of the hijinks. Um, and yeah, what else can I say, really, without taking up too much time? Um, have you got any questions or anything anything that you didn't know about that? Until I think then? you mentioned you can't you can't drive a car, so do you leave the yeah. school? Um, yeah, after chapter one. Chapter one is set only within the school, but then, yeah, that's a good point. Once you've done that you can then get out there's five chapters um once you you can go out into the town after that um but you just ride your skateboard or ride your bike into town um there's a sort of a left a sort of east side of town there's a west side of town there's um sort of a sort of more rundown side of town an industrial part just all called sort of mini miniature town it's, it's only very small areas for each of those but it sort of pads out the whole thing and also there's a um a fun fair carnival as well which is one oh, of the best yes. things so um yeah one of my favorite first missions of the earliest missions is when you you get to go on a date with the prep girl and you go out to the carnival so you just wander around playing on the carnival games which i just think is great as well so um you can you can win tickets just like a, a sort of a traditional carnival sort of place i guess and spend them on the uh, on prizes something you oh, can do okay, yeah um, you can go on the rides. It's like a roller coaster and, and things like that. Um, there's not much to them, but it's just kind of fun to do. And there's a shooting range thing as well, which which uh, is quite challenging to to get anywhere on. But luckily, you don't really need to do that. And also, oh, there's a racing go kart racing in there, and there's a freak show as well, which is an awesome thing where you just walk through, and there's a there's like there's a Siamese twin girl in there, and you just look at these people. There's a guy with tattoos on. And there's a, a girl in a tank with like obviously a mermaid uh, suit on, like a real, like it's a real she's a real life mermaid. Strange little touches like that. Um, yeah. Also, uh, I did uh, spend a lot of time doing um, some odd job things. You can do a paper round. You can do mowing the lawn. So I would I would act as if I was going to do that that job to earn him some money. So I was sort of in, investing myself in the world. And also the one but thing about this... what would you buy with that money now? Because you can't buy houses or cars, can you? No, uh, you, can buy, 
you can buy clothes. Um, yeah. I think that's about it, really, that you would really spend money on. I think about it. You can also buy bikes, but I never bothered with that because you... Oh, you, you also go to class as well, which I should have mentioned. Um, you can go to class once you've passed all the classes. You don't have to go there. But um, uh, one of those classes is um, a sort of engineering mechanics class, and you can earn a better bike from that. So I never really bothered with having to actually spend much money. Um, so yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure my money did disappear somewhere, though. <laughs> you just bought something, but you can't remember what it was. Wait. I mean, one of the trophies was was to buy 250 items of clothes, so I did have to spend a lot on that. And I did find I did actually run out of money when I was about three items away and had to go back and earn some more. Um, uh, yeah, that's, and that's about it, really. There's, there's trophies for things like uh, doing, putting pranks on people. You can, you've got things like because it's it's like GTA but in school you, there's nothing lethal about it there's no guns but you'll have like a slingshot or you have stink bombs um or uh, you can you can grab the odd stick off the floor sure and uh, also marbles you can drop on the floor to stop people make people slip on them and sort of silly prank things like that um and yeah that that, that was that's a, that was a fun time go back going back to a game that was on the PS2 so it's, it must be over ten years old now. Yeah, and can you do? You, do you think this character could easily transition into Grand Theft Auto? Um, like in the future? Yeah. So he I starts off in school. He's a bully. Yeah. And now, just like Fast and Furious, they stole DVDs, and then they moved up into becoming espionage spies and super super soldiers that, and super stuff well, that is the dream we are look, we're waiting for a gta 6 right and it would be great to see one character jimmy hopkins turn up um yeah i'd love to see that that's all i can say on it really sounds good so have you got have you got time for your last topic um I'll, I'll try i'll try to do really quick um one so more it's now a movie so video game tv music and uh, film uh, okay. so, so I'm talking about a film that came out last year called Ready or Not 2019. Um, so this is a um, kind of a slightly independent kind of um, thriller, I want to say. They use the word horror, not me. Um, and it's, it's called Ready or Not. It's, it's, about, it's about this um, um, girl marrying a boy and they're okay. not ready to get married. Or are they? They're not ready or not. Yeah, or they're not, not sure. sure. Okay. Anyway, um, the start of the film, they get married Um and she realizes that he's this he's part of this wealthy family and they made their money at playing games in in the games world uh, board okay. games uh video games of stuff um so what they have to do is to fulfill their uh, financial fortune they have been told that any new member who joins their household has to play a game so what it does is they have they have to pick a game from this uh, box mm-hmm. so they put something inside the box and then it comes out and then that's the game they have to play. So yeah. every member of the family who's joined in, uh, spouses, you know, be um, be it husbands or wives, um, they've all mm-hmm. had to play a game to be initiated into the family. Yeah. And of course, if they refuse to play the game, then they get out. Then they can't marry basically into this yeah. family. Uh, but that's obviously, cool. the family has made their money purely from this uh, venture. Mm. There are other wealthy families who've made money from other ventures as well. And this is the work. This is what they kind of leave in the wow, background. Yeah. 
to say that um, they've also made money in various kind of ventures. And again, they played similar sort of things. So if it's down to music, they might have to do something music related. If it's um, a different kind of um, avenue in which they made money, then they have to mm. do that as part of initiation. Cool. So okay. as part of the thing, she pulls out a card, try not to spoil too much about the film. And, oh, and she, pull, she, she pulls out a card um, and it's called Hide and Seek. So okay. all she has to do is just That's hide. A board game. That's just a no, game. it's it's, yeah. it's just a game. It could be yeah. any game. Okay. So um, one of the guys, he said that he pulled out like backgammon or something. Yeah. Uh, one of the other guys pulled out checkers. So it could be any yeah. kind of game. It's just a game. So so the rules are she just needs to hide if by sun, because uh, because it's nighttime. Mm-hmm. If yeah. by sunrise she wins, then obviously if she if she hides the whole time. She's the yeah. winner, but obviously if they if they catch her, yeah. then she's lost. That's I mean, hide, and, hide and seek isn't supposed to be that hard though. It's like it's not. It's, no, and the only the only rule is you can't leave the house. Yeah, you have to. Uh, obviously, they've got this wealth. They've got a lot of wealth, so they you just got to hide in the mansion. Yeah, you got to have rules. Um, and what they've done is they've turned off the security cameras, so they can't sit in the security room and look at all the cameras to see where you're hiding. So to make it a bit fair. Yeah. So they can't do that. So yeah, so it's 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 actually a super fun movie um, where it it's got some good funny bits, it's got some shock as well, um, and it's and it's got lots of twists and turns. Some you see coming, some you may not do, but Mm. um, but it's really good. Like um, also people like uh, Gilmore del Toro, Michael Doherty, uh, Stephen King. Uh, they've all said how much they love this film, the mm. idea, the concept, the movie itself. So even like uh, directors and stuff have said they love it. Um, it's it's such a good idea. Like it's it's her wedding night, and this is what she has to do as part of the initiation yeah. is to play hide and seek. Imagine, imagine that. Yeah, um, and, it t- yeah. and it turns out that um, basically to keep spoiler, uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Now. <laughs> Uh, spoilers 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 okay it's in the trailer anyway but she pulled out hide and seek and hide and seek is the family have to kill her that's the sacrifice that they have to do to keep their wealth okay or if she escapes they will die by sunrise that's crazy they 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 will they will all die yeah so throughout the film you think you think okay how does that work? So, you know, yeah. um, if, if they kill her, obviously she's dead, the film ends, that's the end of it. But if she survives, how does that work? Is there really a curse? Is there is it not a curse? What is going on? So it's, it's, it's kind of a fun like kind idea. of... Uh, well, uh, maybe I haven't I, explained it properly, I, but... I think I think she should, if, if she wins, then she should be initiated into the family. That's it. Like, why would they want to be dying off? Unless so, she's going to inherit that the gaming stuff then with uh, the husband. Spoiler alert, spoiler, spoiler, yeah, spoiler alert. Right. Uh, so <laughs> okay, basically, uh, LaBelle, um, so their their grandfather, great-grandfather, made a deal with a guy called LaBelle. LaBelle mm. said, um, I will give you this thing, and you can make games off of this, and that will give your family fortune. But anyone who comes new into the family has to play a game, singular game, whatever it be, in exchange for your family to stay wealthy. Mm. Okay, so all of the wealth is going to come from this. Now, depending on what you pull out, she pulled out hide and seek. Now, hide and seek meant they have to give her. She she's the sacrifice, but mm. 
but obviously she's married into the family so she's got the same surname so she survives the night spoiler spoiler spoilers she survives the night and they open the curtains and they're like okay nothing's gonna happen nothing happened nobody's mm. dead um and what spoilers. happens is <laughs> the aunt explodes the, okay. the father-in-law explodes <laughs> um, they all just die basically even the kids um, wow. So her, the nephew and nieces, um, adults, um, they run off screen. <laughs> so I was thinking the same thing because as they started dying, I was like, oh, what about those two kids? So they leave the screen, they let them oh, die, wow. and the blood splashes into the room. Clever. So they all die, and then it's just left to the husband and wife. So she says, she takes off the ring, and she says, I want a divorce. And huh. in, in doing so, he dies. He explodes. And then Le- uh, LaBelle, he's seen for like a split second on the rocking chair, nodding at her, giving his approval uh, to her, which means she has now inherited the the fortune, and it's the gaming fortune as well. So this is hers. And right at the end, there's a moment where she's sat outside the house, the house is on fire, the mansion and stuff, and the police arrive. And all she does is she, she replies to the police, she goes, in-laws. And the film ends. Um, there was talk about the film having a different ending whereby they actually commit to the sacrifice and they kill her okay. and keep their fortune and stuff. And that would have been the ending of the film. But they kind of thought, let's go for the happier ending. And she, you know, she gets yeah. away. Exploding people. Yes. And it's a really, really good film. I think I've just butchered it, but it's really yeah, good. You've bought it now, unfortunately. <laughs> spoiled the tension but it sounded really good <laughs> i did my best yeah. it is it's it's actually a really fun movie it's um it's a small budget movie it stars a girl who's the reason why i kind of brought you up as well because she was in bill and ted's face the music so she okay. is one of the two daughters which one <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the dark-haired one or the light preston blonde, blonde. The blonde the preston blonde okay yeah i know her yeah i've seen her yeah. in something else i don't know what uh, she was in The Babysitter. I don't know if you've seen that. No. Um, she's been in other things, but I'm she's looking at the list. And I thought, uh, She annoyed me in, in Bill and Ted a little bit. I was like, I don't know why. <laughs> okay, if you want to see a good film, watch this one. Um, don't watch The Babysitter. It's kind of like, it's hit and miss. Uh, there's also a sequel to that. Both Netflix films called The Babysitter Killer. Um, it's fine. This one is really good, though. Mm. Ready or not. Excellent. Thank you very much for that final topic. Um, whatever whatever other topics we had are now off the table because we've been going for one hour and ten minutes. So, so <laughs> I think I, I think this it's worked, but maybe we should just maybe do two topics each next time. Then we have a bit of room to talk about the things. Yeah. Because the idea was to sort of rush through them, but then we haven't had any time to discuss it because it takes quite a long time to explain what's going on with each thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah um yeah thank you for uh, giving this this one a go this it is it, it gives us an opportunity to talk about things that we wouldn't usually get to talk about so including yeah. music and things exactly until there's like a major major thing that we play or we do and we just spend the whole episode on reviewing mm. i think this this kind of smaller uh, back and forth kind of works well because then we can um talk about different things as well like we we started off uh, video games went to bully went to books tv stuff movie yeah. stuff you know and all over topical. the place yeah yeah some some topical <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> my stuff was topical to be what I've been up to. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so, how can they contact us? That's the one thing that you do really well. Uh, You can contact us on Instagram, Twitter, email, YouTube. Uh, Look us up on My Guy Reviews. We're on all all the medias. Um, Obviously on your podcast. Thank you for listening, subscribing, telling a friend, hitting us five-star comments, all that cool thing. And um, to to, to our one individual listener, we kind of think we know where you live, so we will do a whole episode about your country (laughs) or your city at some point. So, yes, thank you so much for all the love. (laughs) Yeah, thank you for watching. (laughs) Thank you for watching, listening, however you get this thing. And we appreciate our one listener. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you and bye. It's me that's talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. You. <laughs> <laughs> My guy reviews the podcasts.